0: Happy Cooperstown Day. And for Rockies fans, let me tell you something. This is a special day indeed. This is a live Locked On MLB. You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Lockdown MLB, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all the Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I am an Emmy-nominated television producer who has been a baseball podcaster for well over a decade now, and we're now in my sixth year. As a host here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter or whatever it's called now. And Instagram, uh, same handle. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit Fanduel.com slash Lockdown to get started. Hey, Today is a special day, especially if you are a fan of the Twins, of the Rangers. It's a tough day if you're a fan of the Dodgers. I'll explain why. But especially if you are a fan of the Colorado Rockies. So what better person to co-pilot today's flight than Lockdown Rockies' own, the other Paul Francis of the uh of the lockdown world hey bobblehead of his hall of fame man right there i believe that's a todd helton right oh yeah i got the uh todd
1: helton here this is uh the the big home run bobblehead and then behind me uh, it's hidden but uh i got the uh the the special edition gnome fisherman version of todd helton and uh uh, just an, an amazing day For 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 Colorado Rockies fans,
0: oh, it's you know it wasn't that long ago that there were a grand total of zero Colorado Rockies in the Hall of Fame, and it looked like maybe Dale Murphy would have a friend of the podcast, a wonderful wonderful guy, uh, has been a very gracious guest on the show back in twenty nineteen, I think it was, Uh, but it would have been weird if he was the lone Colorado Rocky in the Hall of Fame, but the the inaugural one was certainly. Uh, a fan favorite with Larry Walker. But Todd Helton, I think that we can put to rest any conversation of who the greatest Colorado Rocky is of all time. It has to be Paul. It has to be, uh, well, Paul Holden. And also, has to, it has to be uh, Mr. Todd Helton.
1: It, it's not even a question. And, and it is so it's vindicating for Rockies fans. I, I mean, because it's the constant Coors Field narrative and Todd Helton breaks it and, and really sets the stage because since Todd Helton and, and this induction, Rockies fans, aren't really sure who the next hall of famer really will be. So for Todd Helton, Mr. Rocky, the Mm -hmm. face of the franchise, 17 years with the Colorado Rockies to be remembered this way. This isn't a moment that can be understated in terms of significance. I mean, he is the face of the franchise. He is the guy. When you think about the Colorado Rockies, he was the reason to tune in. For 17 years, Uh, I I, I can't even tell you how over the moon I am uh, with with today's news.
0: And I've, I've mentioned this particular moment in Rocky's history with you before, but it's worth bringing up again. In 2006 or 2007, there were a lot of rumors that Helton was looking for a trade, Uh, There was rumors he may go to the Boston Red Sox. Uh, He may go to a contending team because at that point he had been a Rocky for a decade. And I I have a personal, um, for the lack of a better word, personal philosophy that in the age of free agency, you can't ask for more than 10 years from a player. I mean, in the age of free agency, if you gave your team 10 years, and then you skedaddle. You, I don't want to hear anything about, where's his loyalty? He gave you a decade. You had a decade with him, which is why I never had any problem with like Albert Pujols skipping down from St. Louis. I mean, what else, what else do you want from the guy? And so if he, they had traded him away or if he had demanded a trade, he would have been well within his rights. However, he didn't. And he stayed. And that was the year where the Rockies had, uh, let's face it, a slightly unexpected trip to the World Series, <laughs> and when the Rockies got that final out, the image wasn't of what was who was the pitcher? Was it Fuentes? Who was the? Who no was one. The,
1: no, no one remembers who the pitcher yeah. is because it is the most iconic Rockies image. The, Todd Helton, hands to the sky, I've made it to the World Series, and not only made it to the World Series, I made it with the Rockies. On right. The, I, I and and here's the thing. Just because they lost the World Series doesn't mean that Rockies... Wait, who, wait.
0: Who, who did they lose? I don't remember. The, the sweep. In Cleveland. Was
1: Cleveland. One win away, and if they would have done it, the Rockies would have taken it. But regardless... No, okay. Rock sorry, Carter, sorry.
0: I'm a, I'm a jerk as a native New Englander and Red Sox hey, fan. Thank you're you. a Red
1: Sox fan. You got to do it. My whole fam, I got a whole side of the family that's Red Sox fans. But... Even with losing the World Series, I me personally, I, I know I'm a homer. I'm Mr. Rockies guy, I know. But Rocktober is one of the greatest baseball stories to ever happen. So improbable for the Rockies to do what they did. And you know how it started? It was Todd Helton against the Dodgers, against one of the greatest closers in the game at that time. It right. was because of Todd Helton. And Todd Helton in the postseason was no slouch the rockies might have gotten swept in the world series but that doesn't mean that todd helton wasn't one of the what wasn't effective and efficient in his time and and sully you talk about a crazy what if that script could have been flipped i mean i mean think about how weird that that could have been if todd helton is traded and somehow rocktober still happens and it's todd helton in a red Sox uniform against the rockies I don't know if my heart could have taken it. To be totally honest,
0: look at when I, by the way, there for my Australian affairs it's my first look at it. The evening that uh, I've been criticized for saying look at too much on the <laughs> podcast. I'm sure that if you are associated with another team and you join a team and you win a title with that club, I'm sure that ring feels great. I think the greatest example of that is Paul Molitor all those years with Milwaukee. He comes to Toronto. He's the World Series MVP. I mean, he's spectacular. He's not riding the bench. He leads the Blue Jays to that title. And I'm sure the champagne tasted really sweet. But the idea of going to the World Series with the team that you stayed with your whole career, uh, that that's the, must be the greatest feeling. And let's take a quick peek. Um, look, at it. I don't think war is the end-all or be-all for uh, stats, but the highest war for position players... Todd Helton. Highest offensive war, Todd Helton. Most games played in Rockies history, Todd Helton. Most at-bats, Todd Helton. Hits, Todd Helton. Runs scored, Todd Helton. Total bases, Todd Helton. Doubles, Todd Helton. Homers, Todd Helton. Runs by it in, Todd Helton. Walks, Todd Helton. Singles, Todd Helton. just about red. It's like that scene in the the first base, Bugs money, Second base, Bugs money, Third base, Bugs money. I mean, he just did everything for this team
1: and and he did it for so long even in the injury years he was so essential to this team Every single Rockies player that interacted with Todd Helton has positive things to say about him and, and people that, you know, people that didn't watch Todd Helton, you missed out on one of the best hitters of the generation. Todd Helton is going to take you 10 pitches into an at bat and he's going to, he's going to make you hit your spots and he's going to, to fight off pitches. His, his two, 2,500 hit is a double that he reaches down into the zone, fights off, and hits it the other way. He was doing that his entire career, and yes, the injuries were a problem, but there is no Nolan Arenado. There is no Charlie Blackman. There's no Trevor Story. There's These guys learned under uh, uh, under Todd Helton, mixed in with the fact of, I mean, your Dexter Fowlers, your Carlos Gonzalez's, your Matt Holliday's, your Troy Tulowitzki's. Matt uh, uh, um Todd Helton's influence spans basically the entire Rockies history. He's connected to every single player. He's connected to the Blake Street Bombers. He's connected to Todd and the Toddlers. He's connected to Rocktober. He's connected to the future and the playoff teams that that came after him. Because the biggest questions facing those Rockies teams when they were when Arenado and and Lemayhew and everyone were were stepping up and the Rockies were knocking on the door of the playoffs was. Who's going to play first base and the Rockies have never come close to replicating what Todd Helton did for him. And they probably won't to do what Todd Helton did. It, 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 it won't be done again. Even if you want to buy into fully Coors Field narratives, just that production, no Rockies player right now or since him is has done what he has done at Coors Field and on the road. He is truly a special player and deserves to be in the hall of fame no matter where he played most of his ballgames.
0: Yeah. And look, there's it, it, it it two. The uh, Todd Helton's numbers, yes, they were better in cores than they were on the road. But batting 287 in lifetime with a lifetime OPS of 855 on the road is nothing to sneeze at during a long career. I mean, it's not as if he was. There are some people, if you look at their splits, if you look at some of the splits of some of the players who played on the, the World Series champion Twins team from 87, the splits were obscene between the Metrodome and on the road. You take a look at someone like a Chuck Klein, some of the like other people who really benefited. There are some people who were super heavy into cores, like you, you know the Dante Bichettes of the world who clearly, again, great Rockies, had some great hits and were talented, but were superstars at cores and pretty good on the road. Um, Helton was always very good. And yes, he got a boost. Everyone got a boost. But he was still very, very good on the road. Hey, I just want to just point out this isn't just Todd Helton's day. Our our good friend Jeff Cohen, who, by the way, is in Everyday Sully. If you're listening every day, put that hashtag Everyday Sully. We know Jeff Cohen's in Everyday Sully. And he says, congratulations to Beltre, Helton, and Mauer. Well-deserved. Hopefully, Wagner gets in next year. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the other two who got in and those who have come oh so close. But first, we're going to talk a little bit of our friends at FanDuel. First, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get rid of this banner. Uh, where's, where's, where's that banner at? Um, Hold on a second. This is when you do the live stream. Sometimes yeah, you have a live, uh, this is
1: live podcasting right? Yeah, there's a live
0: podcasting everybody here. Oh, now it's gone. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. FanDuel, I, my humble apologies. I would have bet a lot of money that this was going to go without a hitch. But now we're talking about FanDuel because I don't know if you're aware of this. I'm, I have to be reminded from time to time. Football playoffs are on right now. And this is a prime time to be going in and making your bets at FanDuel, which is America's number one sportsbook. As you're going in there trying to say, okay, do I want to see the Lions? Do I want to see the 49ers? Do I want to see Baltimore? Do I want to see Taylor Swift? What? Um, who am I rooting for in this playoffs? Well, Who are you going to put your money on? That's dependent on FanDuel. And right now, FanDuel is offering a new exciting deal. For new customers, $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy that you'll find new ways to use the word parlay. you got live same-game parlays. you got find bets in the new Explore tab, and you can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. The best way to find your parlays, say that three times fast, and more. Parlay. That's French for speak. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first field goal so easy even a Buffalo Bills kicker could hit it. FanDuel. It's an official partner of the National Football League. Was that too soon, (laughs) fans of Buffalo? Uh, hey, quick reminder to all of you that Locked On has created the first ever national streaming 24-7 sports channel. That's right. Lockdown On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, as much as you want this to be all Todd Helton all the time, <laughs> and, and I get it, I get it. There's there's something to be said when your guy gets in. Oh uh, man. Do you want to do for me when my one of my my guy who got in was uh, Jim Rice. Mm-hmm. I, I love Jim Rice, and there was a lot of arguments against Jim Rice, and I understood every argument against Jim Rice, but here's the deal I didn't care. <laughs> I wanted Jim Rice in the Hall of Fame. I he was relate. my, he was <laughs> my guy. Yeah. I didn't care what anyone had to say, and so when he finally got in on the ninety eighth ballot or whatever it was, um, I was I was thrilled. I was absolutely I was tickled. So uh, so yeah, that to me is a, uh, you know, that was that was a big moment when my guy got in. And the other one of my guys was uh, Pedro Martinez. Oh yeah, of course. But for you, I would imagine uh both helton and larry walker
1: two two of the foundational players of my love of not only Rockies baseball but baseball in general larry walker was my first ever favorite player he was the first player i actually loved and then todd helton was just again he's the reason i got my todd father shirt by the way he even got it the recognition in the speech for the hall of fame todd helton is the official Todd father? Uh, he's. Just, I grew up watching him. I mean, I'm almost 30 years old. Almost half of my life has been spent watching Todd Helton play first base for the Rockies. It was. I, I will never forget running, screaming after he hit that home run against the Red Sox in, in his final home stand. I'll never forget Rocktober. I, there's just so many Todd Helton things. Uh, I, I. It just is 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 incredible. And and now, like I said, reflecting on it. I mean, this this moment has to last a while because who who knows when this happens again for Rockies fans?
0: Well, let's take a look at the other two who got in. Uh, Adrian Beltre got 366 votes, 95.1 percent of the ballots. Absolute no brainer. Three thousand hits. uh, Impossible not to root for. Great defensive player. Great longevity. He was. He started so young in his career. He was in his mid-20s. He had already been in the league for seven or eight years at that point. Um, by the way, and I mentioned this in the, the episode that I dropped earlier today, one of the great what-ifs about the Dodgers is what if they had kept Adrian Beltre, Mike Piazza, and Pedro Martinez? Uh, three Hall of Famers right there who would have had all their primes not quite perfectly line up. Pedro and Mike Piazza's primes would have lined up. And then Beltre would have uh, come right after that. Um, but they didn't. <laughs> but they didn't. And Adrian Beltre, uh, by the way, good job, Red Sox, only having him for one year. Uh, you, you know, heaven forbid. Yes, yes, I know they won two World Series since. But I would have loved to have had Adrian Beltre there to root for a little bit longer. And he just became one of the foundational members of those wonderful Rangers teams. And you talk to Ranger fans. Well, talk to him now that you know they can't shut up about winning the World Series. But, <laughs> but uh, Beltray is just a beloved player there. And uh, Joe Maurer got in by the skin of his teeth, yeah. absolute skin of his teeth. There,
1: that was surprising. I mean, and I'm sure shout outs to the entire Hall of Fame tracking team. I, I'm sure if you were a Rockies fan, you were, you were following along with, with all of those guys. And for the longest time, Maurer was trending above uh, Todd Helton, and uh-huh. then. I was fully prepared for to sit there and for them to say two people are getting in. And if they were just, if they were going to say two people are getting in, I thought Todd was going to be the one that Mm -hmm. got the ax. But, I mean, these are two players that are, again, so synonymous with me growing up and watching the game. Two guys that just were, were so good. And I just remember Adrian Beltre being someone that just embodied how fun the game of baseball can be. When yeah. you allow Someone that actually was allowed to have his personality flourish in the game mm-hmm. of baseball. And someone – it's impressive to go to so many teams and be effective for so many teams and, and then, you know, the, it, it's tough. The Rangers didn't get the World Series back in the day, but to, to, to still contribute in that way. And again, Joe Maurer is it, it, it's, he's probably the Todd Helton for so many people that like me that grew up with twins baseball in the same time period that I grew up with Todd Helton. Joe Maurer was the same way. I, I really, really respect players. That do stay their entire careers with places. I I, I think that it, it it's not something they have to do by any means. I'm totally with you, Sully, a decade, especially like you, have, you can you have paid your dividends. That is that is totally fine. But there is something I think that should be valuable to Hall of Fame voters to honor these guys that are great for these organizations that don't get the same exposure. I mean, it was really it's really frustrating as a Rockies fan to not only fight course field narratives but to fight East Coast writer bias when it comes to the Hall of Fame. And 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 it's not just the Rockies, it's every other small market team that doesn't have these writers watching these ball games at ten o'clock or or really caring about a Milwaukee-Cincinnati Reds game that might be going on at some point in the season. So I, I think it's really, really important for players like Helton and Maurer to be respected like this because their their greatness should be respected no matter what their team was, even even in bad years for their teams, especially in the case of Todd Helton.
0: And I would take a look at how close Billy Wagner came. He came to just, a, I think, four or five votes away from getting in. Really one of the best relief pitchers of all time. Uh, next year is, I believe next year is year number 10 on the ballot for him. So uh he's got right to the precipice of this. So at some point, uh you know, at some point, you got to hope for your for his sake. He if can you're get only over the five top votes there.
1: though, and it's the ten year, I, I, you got to hope that you get that bump. Todd Helton finished with with eleven votes away, and you got to right. hope that there are people that see and flip that. Uh, man, you know, another Gary Sheffield's got to be tough. For I mean, that tracker, uh. that tracker was. Right at 76 or 74, it felt mm-hmm. like the entire time. And and I, I didn't see the final
0: number on, on him. I know it, it was, was 63.9. So, yeah, um, they've, they've they, yeah now it's hurt him. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that he wasn't the most popular guy in the world, but he was an elite player for a very, very long time. Um, A-Rod, is, A-Rod and Manny are flopping like a fish on the dock. Uh, they can't seem to get above forty percent. Um, I've made the point earlier. We have people we know who are juicers in the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah. So if if we're gonna if we're gonna play this game, I'm sorry. Uh, I know people didn't like Manny, and Manny had multiple, uh, you know, positive tests, and he did some dumb things off the field. I know a lot of people didn't like A Rod either. But what are we doing here? What yeah. are we doing here? I'm sorry. I'm you know,
1: uh, if, if, I'm of the if, same I'm of the same uh, uh boat there where I I think you can't tell the history of baseball without talking about the steroid era and talking about the greatness that still happened then. It, it helped them sure, but they still had to be great baseball players to do mm-hmm. what they did. And I I think that the Hall of Fame is a point where you could open up a, a conversation about that but baseball's never been able to really appropriately handle really what happened in the mid two thousands when it came to baseball in late nineties. All right.
0: Well, when we come back, we can talk a little bit about next year and also a piece of news that happened while we were talking here. Once again, remind you that Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24, seven streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24 7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts like Paul and national shows like mine. Go to Locked on Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24 7 streaming channel. Hey, uh, the, the trivia question, let's get to the trivia question, which was Oscar related. What is the only baseball movie, baseball centered movie, to win an Oscar? None of one best picture. Uh, there have been a couple of best picture nominees. Uh, recent films like you know Moneyball and also, um, uh, uh, what was it? I just lost I lost track. No, just basically Moneyball. <laughs> but uh, a couple of those have been nominated. Was
1: what? Was it the Jackie Robinson movie?
0: No, it wasn't. And a couple have been nominated for other awards like Bull Durham got a screenplay nomination, Glenn Close was nominated for The Natural, and The Pride mm-hmm. of the Yankees. Got a whole bunch of Best Picture and Everything nomination, and it won the Oscar for Best Editing. So, the Mm -hmm. Pride of the Yankees, which is a part of another trivia question, is the only Best Picture nominee to feature two members of the Baseball Hall of Fame. That is, Bill Dickey and Babe Ruth play each other, play themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Babe Ruth's really good in it, and Bill Dickey isn't. (laughs) Uh, For more on this, listen to the podcast I did over Christmas break about the greatest performances by baseball players in a movie or TV show. Ah, uh, Babe Ruth as himself is really fun. Jackie Robinson as himself in the Jackie Robinson story is really stiff. Um, but my uh, guess was
1: going to be Sandlot. I don't know why I went.
0: But Sandlot. It, I, I'm, I'm going. But yeah, I mean, I think Sandlot was one of those films. I call it a bullseye movie. That if you were of that age when it came out, it hit like a bullseye. And if you were slightly the wrong age, either way, it just missed <laughs> out. Um, but anyway, let's talk a little bit of next year's ballot. There's two very big ones coming who are going to be added to the ballot next year. CC Sabathia is going to get a lot of consideration. Anytime you're a legit ace who's put in a bunch of years um, and did everything. Cy Young Award, World Series champion, uh, League Championship Series MVP, did a lot of great things. Played for uh, the Yankees. <laughs> and uh, Ichiro Suzuki is another one who at the end played for the Yankees. Um, but... Ichiro is definitely going to get in there. Um, You know, you have people, as I mentioned, Billy Wagner and Carlos Beltran. We're going to see if Chase Utley and Andrew Jones get any support. I think, I mean, you can convince me either way with them. Um, And uh, we'll see. I mean, also another interesting one. One of those ones whose peaks were super high, just was their peak long enough, is uh, Felix Hernandez. So we're going to see how there's a couple of ones. It's going to be an interesting ballot uh, next year. Both Jimmy Rollins and Chase Sutley are on the ballot too. So we're going to see if any of that comes around. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting, but not a lot in terms of Rockies. No,
1: <laughs> no that 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 like I was saying this this moment means so much because it's also going to be the last one for a while. I a mean, while. There's, there's just. At, at this point, if, if even if Arenado continues on, on his trajectory, uh, there's an argument to be made that he doesn't go in wearing a Rockies uniform, and uh, that you know, it's that's that's a, that is a reality. But uh, I was talking to some folks today, they they said maybe Charlie Blackman I was like, I don't know if he's gonna no. make no. that vote, but but he might. But but you, you know, you saw a prime example here with the Rockies, Matt Holiday didn't get very much of anything here, and and he is a Rockies great, so. Uh, yeah, it's a bummer there, but but for me, when I hear that Ichiro, oh man, when when I think of special baseball players, when I think of people that are that that deserve to be not only first ballot, but in me personally, it should be unanimous. Ichiro is that guy. I don't think that there, there's really no knock against him, and and when you think about what he means to the league. And what he means to the players that are coming to Major League Baseball right now. I have a feeling if you ask Shohei and and, and, and and all of these other players that come over from Japan and Korea, who did you grow up watching? Who did you love? Ichiro has to be on most of their lists. He's someone that I think is so important to the game, was so good. And you still hear the fact that you put Ichiro out there, he might hit a single still and, and, and oh, yeah. throw somebody out from right field.
0: And he broke the stereotype of, yes, Japanese pitchers can make the transition, but no position players could. That was, that was said as if it was brought down from Mount Sinai. And then in comes Ichiro Suzuki in the middle of the steroid era, bunting and slapping his way on, getting 3,000 hits, and electrifying the game. Uh, yeah, he's a no-brainer. By the way, there is a person on the ballot who played the 10 years with the Rockies, next year's ballot, played 10 years with the Rockies, was a batting champion a gold glove winner, an all-star, a silver slugger, had many, many terrific years, uh, and again, did the 10 years with the team, three gold gloves. That would be cargo. Carlos Gonzalez is going to be on the ballot. And uh, no, he's not going to the Hall of Fame, he, but but he really- had a wonderful career. He had a wonderful career.
1: Carlos Gonzalez is a th- all-time favorite Rocky, and I would say... He, he has the sweetest swing I've ever seen, only rivaled by one person, and it's Ken Griffey Jr. There are it is one A and one B when it comes to the best, and yeah, not a Hall of Famer, but Rockies Hall of Famer should number five Absolutely. be retired in in for the Rockies? Hey, you, you strong case there, and and, and you, it's good. I like you to bring that uh, that you bring that up. It, this is a moment for the Rockies to now start recognizing that they have a lot of good players. Mm-hmm. This is probably the peak for the Hall of Fame on the national level for a bit, but let's give cargo their flowers in our ballpark, in our right. area. Let's right. let's spread the history of the Rockies in our own way because Carlos Gonzalez was awesome
0: and, and deserved
1: to be to, to be talked about but is not a Hall of Famer.
0: Uh a quick note, someone who isn't going to play their 10 years with one team uh, Reese Hoskins just signed a four-year deal with the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers are going to go for it in a very weak National League Central, which they won last year. People seem to forget that. Reese Hoskins, they need they need some more power on that team. Go for so, it. So why not? And it's going to bring us to our trivia question, which is has to do with Hall of Famers playing their entire career with one team. And the question is this, put it down here on the YouTube comments and everything. Joe Maurer played his entire career with the Minnesota Twins. Two other Hall of Famers players played their entire career with the Minnesota Twins. With the Minnesota Twins, I'm not saying the Washington Senators because that team eventually was originally the Washington Senators. Maurer now joins two other Hall of Famers, who played their entire playing career with the Minnesota Twins? Who are they? I will, and if you only think of one, I'll have someone say the other, but put it right down there in the comments. And like us at uh, Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm your pal Sully, Sully based on Twitter, Sully with Podcast on Instagram. Hey, uh, Paul Holden of Locked On Rockies, where can people follow you?
1: You can find uh, uh, me at Paul Holden 33 or the show at L.O. Rockies. The best place to go is the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel, though,
0: where you can uh, stay up to date with the show. Go find us there. And for a period of time last summer, I was a guest host. I filled in for you for about, what, Eight or nine shows, uh, including yeah, a, and,
1: and a, a time when the Rockies were actually doing some fun and exciting stuff. I know too. So it was actually a
0: fun time to be following the Rockies. And... I think oh, you were covering
1: the... when they sunk the Yankee season. Yep, last yep, year, yep. <laughs> it
0: was. It was uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and, and Doyle came up. It was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. um All right. Well, there you go. So thanks so much for watching us. And and got two shows in today. How about that? How about yeah. that? Talking about the Hall of Fame why it's good to be a Rockies fan today. It's good to be a Rockies fan today, just like it was a good day to be a Rockies fan in last year's All-Star game. He's Paul Francis Holden. I'm Paul Francis Sullivan, and you can call only me, Sully.